Grace, we're live. Hey, Eric. Hey, Grace. Where'd I can't even that? see you because my stack of books is so big. Yeah, where'd you get that idea to do a stack of books like that? Because <laughs> you had such a giant stack of books, and I wanted my stack to be just as big as yours. <sighs> my stack isn't... I, I know how to make it look bigger than it is, if you know what I mean. So, no, I don't. Please explain it. <laughs> nah, don't think so. <laughs> Oh man. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Here to talk about literature. I have been so excited for this episode. Well, if you're so excited for it, we might as well get this puppy rolling. Yeah. All right. Now listen up. This is very important um, info I'm about to give you. In a survival situation, one can burn books to stay alive. Let's talk about which ones not to burn on episode 35. I'm Eric Idiot Renner Kosek. And I'm Grace Hot Pants Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back. That's right, business up front and party in the back. Together, we are the Running Mullet. And we are going to talk about every aspect of running, the podium, to the DNF, and everything in between. If you are a runner, this show is for you. Now sit back, get out your foam roller, and enjoy the party. That was the best ever intro, I think. Really? That was my favorite rhyme. It just flowed or what? Tell me it why. It flowed. I felt like it was very intricate. It wow. was very complicated. Intricate. I got to look that one up. Intricate. What, I don't know what that means. But I I mean, I'm glad I did good. Did you good? I, I think so. I think huh. so. Interesting. I, it actually really, I didn't have to work on it that hard. It just kind of came to me. Maybe that's what it was. I natural. think you're a pro. I think you're a pro. Man, how you doing? How was your weekend? Oh, I had such a good weekend. I don't know about you. You're a little bit further north in Pennsylvania than I am, but the leaves were pop popping this past weekend and they were so pretty. And so Jason and I spent the whole weekend like classic fall adventures. We went hiking. We went mountain biking. We made little jack-o'-lanterns. Oh, that's cute. We did. It was, it was so much fun. I volunteered at the um, War of the Roses Marathon, York Roadrunners Club won yet again. And so it was just a great, great weekend. Super fun. How about you? Yeah, yeah I mean, I think uh, me being up in north central PA towards the New York border, and um, I grew up down where you're from, your way down there. But you're you're roughly like... I would say two weeks behind us mm -hmm. when it comes to the stuff like the leaves. Yeah. So that makes sense. I mean, a week ago at um, Call of the Wilds, I thought that was a pretty, probably a pretty perfect weekend to be in the valley of Pine Creek. And now it's, yeah, with the wind and the rain we had, I would say it's definitely on the dull, you know, getting towards the dull side of turning toward winter color, I guess. Yep. I'm ready for it. Um, but yeah, my weekend was good. I think, um, Sunday was kind of rainy all day, which was nice. Cause I just, uh, did some stuff that I normally wouldn't do inside, um, computer things and whatnot. So yeah, it was nice to have a down day and just chill. Awesome. Did you figure out what you're going to do with your beard? Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for this show, it would be off already. I'm complaining. <laughs> Yeah, we're saying two but, more weeks, so not next Monday because yeah. Maurice's on. But if uh -huh. that that following one will be the beard one, I don't want it doesn't have to be centered around the beard. But whatever yeah. I do is going, it can be cut off on there as long as, as long as you you think that's a good idea. I think it's a great idea, and I can't wait to see. I mean, you've got some options though. Clean shaven was one of them. Another one was just to yeah. shorten it up, and and there's a lot of things that you can do with it. So yeah, it's not going to be clean shaven. I can assure you that. Okay, it's going to be some scruff. Yeah, one way or another, something staying on there. Ooh, man, like, yeah, that's not that's too hardcore. <laughs> I mean, I look like a jerk already, but that's just that's just out of my league. 
Uh, I, Grace, I sent out um, eight envelopes of stickers yesterday. Oh, fun. For people that shared our either shared last week's show or shared this week's show or just tried to share whatever they could running mullet wise. So yeah, that, it's a start. Thank you for that. There's not hundreds of people watching right now, so that's not changed yet. So we still need to work on it, people. But hey, we're getting there. So thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, see the conversation that comes out tonight and see everybody's recommendations because we are talking about um, running, hiking, books, and there's a whole lot of good stuff out there. And um, I don't know about you, but before I started reading um, running books, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know how much I'm going to get out of that. And then I started and now I just can't stop. So I'm pretty excited for this episode. That's good. And I, I mean, I'm going to go the opposite route on that now. And it's just me being a uh, not a reader, I guess, is this beautiful stack I have here. Like I like to show it off like it looks impressive, but there's only a few that I've made it through. Mm. I'm not I don't know what my problem is. I can't stay focused enough to make it through both. Now, I'm not listening to them. I'm reading like an old fashioned grandpa. You know, the paper pages, maybe that's mm -hmm. a different, and I, and I would like to try listening to a few, maybe on runs and such and traveling and things like that. Maybe it's easier, but I struggle to get through them. Yeah, I do. Even when the good ones, but anyway, hey, we have somebody on to talk to us, talk with us, talk as friends about this whole book thing. Who do we have, Grace? Oh, we have our good friend, Erica Lubera, who is ultra runner extraordinaire who's having an awesome year also a uh, hiker backpacker owner of uh, wild roots uh, backpacking adventures and also um, recommend she recommended a couple of books to me and they were really good recommendations so I thought well you're qualified to come on the show and talk about books because you recommended two that were good here so that's she is. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Eric Oliveira. Hi. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Before we go any farther, now, Erica's had a, a big last couple of weeks, and we've talked about this on the show. She's won Boulder Beast, first female, and then she just won Call of the Wilds, 50K, first female. She also won something this past weekend that she needs to tell us about. Oh, what, God. what did you, what, what award did you get this past weekend, Erica? Um, the, I don't know what the official title is, but um, first to puke at the beer mile. Yes. At TRC, um, first time winning that trophy. Very exciting. <laughs> I believe you were, were you the only one to puke or were there others? That I, think, I think I was. I think you were the only one. So she was the, yeah. I don't know, undisputed, not champion, but she, she won the, the only award for first to puke, which was super awesome. Yeah. So was that um, easier or harder than a cheesecake mile? Mm. Harder. Harder than a cheesecake mile. But. Uh, it also depends on the day because I have never pooped at a beer mile before. So, and, and yeah. I will say that she has won this event in the past. So, mm -hmm. she, she's seen both sides of the spectrum. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I had to win somehow. So, no. <laughs> yeah. Which one was more delicious? Because cheesecake mile or bee mile? Which cheesecake. One's more Thank you. Far, absolutely. So cheesecake mile is more delicious. Are you allowed to drink anything at all in Cheesecake Mile, or is it just the cheesecake? Uh, yeah, you can, but you're putting more stuff in your belly and um, takes more time. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so we better get moving on this um, whole book thing. Where where do we start? Uh, Erica, um, let's start with um, – let's give us your, your top – not not necessarily your top recommendation, but one of your top recommendations. What do you got? Um, well, my number one book is always Pursuit of Endurance by Jennifer Farr Davis. I think it was it's just an amazing book. It's probably one of the ones I suggested to you. I don't uh -huh. know if that's one of the ones you read, but um, yeah, for sure. 
Yep, it was that one. And then um, what was the one by um, Anish? It, White Blazes, the Blazes yeah. one. Okay, uh, Mud Rocks and Blazes. That was her Mud, on the AT. Yeah, Mud Rocks Blazes. Uh, Heather Anderson, aka Anish, her mm-hmm. um, FKT, FKT, not attempt, but FKT completion of the yeah. AT, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. I uh, those are two of I think the books that inspire me the most in all the things I do. So I was glad that you were into those too. <laughs> They uh, absolutely helped pass by many miles on some long, long events. Okay, Eric, what's your what top recommendation do you have, buddy? As I said before, of all these beautiful books, I I yeah. really have a hard. I finished a couple Scott Jurek's Eat and Run, and I haven't that well probably because that's one of the few that I finished. That was pretty good. I've also read the the barefoot running one. What's it called? Which one? Born to Run. Yeah, that one. That yeah. that's good. Um, but yeah, I still haven't read North yet. I hear that's phenomenal, and that is one that I think I could sit through. Yeah, yeah. I read North. Did you read it, Erica? Yeah, yeah. I really liked how um, they went back and forth. So one chapter will be written by Scott and. The other chapter will be written by Jenny. So you kind of get both sides of the FKT attempt, not attempt, but, you know, success. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was really cool. I liked getting Jenny's side. <laughs> so yeah. To hear that, that much detail about the person who's aiding and support. Yeah, yeah it was a pretty cool book. Um, so North is Scott Jurek and his partner Jenny's um, adventure on Scott's FKT of the AT um, just some really good ones. Um, I think the, the ones about FKTs, I'm obsessed with them at the moment. And uh, through hikes, I've been listening to a lot of through hike books. And you mostly do Audible, right, Erica? Yeah, like almost exclusively. My This is my book stack. <laughs> but I've read like 25, 30 books about um, either backpacking or trail running or FKTs. Um, they're just always, they're always, I always listen in the car on my run. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta try that. That seems like the way to go for us athletes. Mm-hmm. What's the, um? what's, oh man, I'm drawing a blank here. I ran with him in Canada, the guy that, David Proctor, he just came out with a book. He ran all the way across Canada. Uh couple years ago maybe i don't know huh. FK, fkt type thing insane miles don't i'm not going to try to quote the mileage but uh he's pretty popular up there he's he's a pretty popular ultra marathon guy but he just came out with his own uh, autobiography i guess hmm. so cool. something to maybe look into now you gotta ask me ask grace me. what's your favorite book grace Oh man, I don't have a favorite, but I'll um, I'll do some of my recommendations. Hold on. So I would say let's let's start with some books that I think are most helpful to runners. If you don't have any books at all, this is the one that I recommend the most. This one is called Fixing Your Feet. And um, John Von Hoff, Injury Prevention and Treatment for Athletes. If you've ever had the chance to hear him on a podcast or listen to anybody who's been doing this sport for any amount of time. And, and if you ask, where should I get my advice about what to do with your feet? They'll always reference this book. So Fixing Your Feet is a classic. It's been around for a really long time. And it tells you everything to do with foot care. For ultra runners, do, do you does that keep you engaged when you're reading Fixing Your Feet the whole not time? Not at all. Not okay. at all. No, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a reference book, so it's more like, hey, yeah. you know, what, I I want to learn about uh, I want to learn about uh, oh bursitis, mm-hmm. uh, post event blister care. Oh, now you're talking. You're getting all hot. Uh, yeah, buddy. Uh, talking about some footwear. <laughs> talking about macerations. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a really great reference book if 
I were to recommend a book to somebody who's not necessarily into reading, but a book that every ultra runner should have, it's um, Fixing Your Feet. So I'm going to go with that one first. Um, and then here's the next one that I'm going to do. This one, because I am so obsessed with him. This is Jason Koop's book, Training Essentials for Ultra Running. If there's any expert out there, expert coach who knows more about any other coach, more than any other coach, it is Jason Koop. And he came out with a book just a couple of years ago, um, Training Essentials for Ultra Running. If you really want to know how to train as an ultra runner uh, and you want a reference book for it, then this is... And this would be the, if you could only buy one book for training, this is the one that I would recommend. Good okay. stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Erica, you're next. Cool. Your turn. What you got? Um, so I guess I didn't really explain Pursuit of Endurance at all. I think. Yeah, that, I was going to ask, but I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> so basically. Rewind. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's rewind. Um, so Jennifer Far Davis, um, incredible athlete in her own right she set the fkt on the appalachian trail i don't know when she, but on it i think scott jurek actually is the one who took her record um so right. she set the overall speed record on the fkt supported and then he took it back took, took it from her but in that book she attempts to like uncover what drives fkt setters um to do these longer ones like the pct the at um, and I'm, I honestly don't know if anyone set one on the CDT yet. Um, that one's pretty gnarly. Um, I know, I know, uh, John Horton tried, but I'm pretty sure he quit <laughs> like 30 miles in, um, which she goes into in that book. But what's pretty cool is she interviews all of those people who did that. And that was my favorite part was getting to learn the life stories of all these incredible people. Um, Scott Jurek, John Horton, uh, Scott Williamson, Heather Anish Anderson, et cetera. So I, I really love the stories in that book, but also just kind of learning what's behind, what drove them. Um, but I guess my second book is more of a sciencey one, um, Spark by John J. Reedy. He's a uh, medical doctor. Um, and I think the subtitle goes something like the surprising new science behind running in the brain. And um, it's not new. I think that's kind of interesting that he used that in the title because the way exercise affects you mentally, um, mental health and intellectually and in general um, is not new. It's just not well talked about. But he kind of goes into the benefits of uh, running uh, for mental functioning, but also as a means to help treat or at least help people with different mental health diagnoses and how it can sometimes for certain people even replace medication. And it it's a fascinating book. He has a lot of actual research to back it up. Um, and I thought it was well written. I was engaged reading this book. So I definitely suggest that one just as like a, the more you know <laughs> book. Ah uh, man, there's one that's that sounds sounds like it would uh, partner well with that, and I'm not going to remember the title of it, but it's it's about I'm going to have to uh, mention it on another episode. Uh, but it is uh, basically about how we we often measure our um, we measure like there's the beginning of your life and the end of your life, and as long as you extend life, that's a good thing. But is it really? It's about extending your quality of life um, and having more time where you have good quality of life. Uh, man, it bugs me. That out. sounds really interesting. I'd love uh, to know. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, it's a doctor who wrote it, but he got into endurance, like he got into triathlons. Um, after, like he was a medical doctor, but then he got into research. And while he was in research, he got into triathlons. And he's like, well, we should really be focusing on how much can you enjoy life. So, yeah. Yeah. That'd be good to know. Yeah. All right. Um, I want you, Erica, to recommend um, your one book that's similar to my book. You go first, though. You have the first one. I have the second one. <laughs> Which, <laughs> you're going to have to help me. Is it get first? No. Oh, oh, Roar. Yeah. 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 Okay. Go over that. That one's a great, 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 great book. Every female athlete should have it. 
I appreciated a book written by a woman focusing on women. I I thought um, it was nice to to learn more about the types of proteins and um, that's a th- I think my greatest takeaway was like the types of proteins that are more beneficial to women versus like other because there's not just one type of protein I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, for this book, I felt like I didn't relate to a lot of it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's not. That won't work for me, but she has some super helpful chapters about like um, endurance athlete, uh, endurance women in, you know, um, like. And what's the name of it real quick? Roar by um, Stacey T. Sims, PhD. So she also has a doctorate in something. Um, But yeah, I I thought she, I liked how she broke down the chapters. So you could be like, here Mm. is my situation. I just had a child and you could go to those chapters and kind of read up on the, the science and the research that's behind that. And um, she, I, like I said, my chapters that I liked the best were about like uh, nutrition for women and those mm-hmm. I related to the most. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, same as you, there were some where I'm like, eh, that doesn't really apply to me. But my big takeaway with Roar, which I thought was really helpful, is um, her mantra, which is women are not tiny men. Yeah. And so um, what she discovered and what a lot of um, other researchers, both male and female, are finding is that um, one of the problems with in with the research surrounding endurance sport is that a lot of times when they go into this research, they will um, use men as their um, as their sample size um, because there are less variables. You don't have to account for menstruation and whether or not they've gone through man- menopause, how many children, or whether <laughs> or not they've had so a child. <laughs> right, right. So, so you need to know that. <laughs> so it's yeah. easier to go through the research with men, and it's also you can go to a college campus and you can grab twenty men who are are probably into sports, and it's super easy to grab that. So. You end up um, you end up not having as much research that's done specifically on women and specifically also for men who are not uh, you know a 22 year old college student right so um, uh, that was my big takeaway was when I see research that says things like oh you should do a ketogenic diet it makes me stop and pause and be like, "Mm, was the research done with just men? And you find out that a lot of it was and that women's um, bodies just work differently in some ways, in some ways they don't. And uh, good on Dr. Stacey Sims for trying to shine a a bigger light on that and say like, whoa, can we not, um, let's let's get a little more nuanced about this. So um, that, was really helpful. And then uh, her next book called Next Level um, specifically um, is more focused on female endurance athletes who are either going through menopause, perimenopause, or postmenopause. And again, very little research out there about female endurance athletes um, in that one of those menopause stages And Jeff, um, you're spot on. He put into the chat, not even just men, but 20 year old men with no issues. I mean, again, there a lot of times these these studies are they'll go to a college and there's some college students. They're already in uh, college sports. So it's really easy to grab them as a sample size. And um, it's just not always the case. So uh, I think it's a good lesson for all of us to take a little bit of a closer look at that research that suggests you should buy this new cool thing. Um, and but I'm still going to spend all my credit card money on new cool things. So did, you get, my... did, did you get the shake weight yet? I didn't get a shake weight yet. Yeah. You know, I, don't know. I still think it's a great idea. I, I should probably. Get I can't two. believe those are still around. <laughs> It, it might be for for women with menopause and stuff. I haven't done the research. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Although I do know. So fun fact: one of the things that Jason and I love to do is we will, and it's not very often. It's like once or twice a year. Is we like to see amateur wrestling, and so it's like it, it's the WWE style. It's all showy and everything, but it's like at your local fire. You know, and there was this guy I remember, and he had a shake weight, and that was his whole thing. Was he 
had this ridiculous shake weight. It was part of his whole gimmick and it was hilarious. If you've never done that before, it is super fun. I'm just throwing that out there. It's a good time. You know, the funny thing is real quick, I don't mean to get off subject, but as soon as I sent you the shake weight thing, the next time I got on book face and scrolled through, I saw the Nordic curl thing that goes under the door that like within 10 minutes. I want that thing. Yeah, I know. But it was just really, it was kind of scary. Oh, your phone's listening to you all the time. Just like you're going to start getting products about menopause now. Cool. I've been waiting for that. So I'm really (laughs) glad that time has come. Finally. Yeah. Uh, All right. So what about like, um, do you guys have any like super inspired, like the most inspiring book that you've read? What would that be? That makes you just want to go out and kick ass. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Uh, we kind of already mentioned one of them, uh, Anish on mm-hmm. either of her books. Honestly, she is just the queen of grit. Like yeah. she's not, and she'll say it herself. She's not the fastest person on the planet, but she won't stop. And her, right. she's got two books. One is of her self-supported FKT on the PCT, which is called Thirst. And it goes a lot into her background and how she was so uncomfortable in her own skin as a child and how she's come. And you can kind of follow that whole journey from Thirst over into Mud Rocks and Blazes where she sets her FKT on the AT and how she comes full circle and learns to love herself in the end. And I just thought like, I listen to that when I'm alone in the woods doing something stupid and hard. And I'm like, this girl, she did that. (laughs) I can do this. Yeah. 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 I'm listening to Thirst a second time because I enjoyed it so much. Um, Thirst and then Mud Rocks Blazes um, definitely are the most, probably if I had to choose one, it would probably be Mud Rocks Blazes most inspiring. Mm -hmm. Um, The book that got me into kind of, um, FKTs and, and through hikes, um, was this one. It's, uh, actually, this is the second book in a series. <laughs> and there's two of them. This isn't even the first one. Um, the, the first one is, uh, Southbound. And then the second one is walking home. It's the barefoot sisters. So oh, Lucy, yep. Lucy and Susan Lecter and AKA Isis and Jack rabbit. Uh, so it's these sisters, they literally went southbound on the AT one summer at, uh, barefoot. The, now, there were times where they wore shoes, but for the most part, they were barefoot hiking the whole time. And then when they got done, they were supposed to rent a car and drive back home to Maine. And then they were like, hey, let's just walk home. And so they went northbound on the AT again, most of the time barefoot. And I really, really, I read those two books and they do a step-by-step recount of the entire, like they, they both journaled the whole time and it goes back and forth between the two. So if you really want a feel for what it's like out on the AT, a detailed account, um, these are my favorites. I still have to read that one. It's been on my list. <laughs> um. I, I want to throw out Reborn on the Run. That's a popular one, but ah. I just love so much that her first trail marathon was canceled because of rain and she went out and did it alone. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so, so Reborn on the Run was Katra Corbett and mm-hmm. I listened to it. I thought they could have picked a little bit of a, I would have picked somebody else to read it. That's fine. It wasn't Katra. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> no. could have picked a better ghostwriter. I felt like it was a little um uh yeah it was a little uh spazzy, but I was like, well, that's, that's seems like it might be part of her personality, so maybe this fits. Yeah, then that's the next thing that I was gonna say is it wasn't the book um that I anticipated. It was a good book. Yeah. What I would like to hear from Katra, uh, I thought it was too short. I felt like the publishers rushed it. I feel like they could have taken just one of her races and then expanded on that particular race and also kind of told her story within it a little more similar to um, 
eat and run by Scott Jurek, you know, I thought they could have done that with her and done it justice. I felt like they rushed through her entire running career. And I'm like, there's so much more to Katra that I want to understand and know. There needs Um, to be a sequel. (laughs) I I want like a five book series about from Katra Corbett's voice. And, Mm -hmm. um, that was my only hang up. So I highly recommend it because it's like, if we can't get a whole candy bar, we can at least have a fun size portion. And this was a fun size portion and I'll take it. Yeah. I heard her speaking on a podcast where she dove into so many more details about her John Muir trail yo-yo that she did the first time. I, I think there was a second anyway. And it was like, how did she even finish? Like all of the planning that she didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you are just a crazy woman doing incredible things and I love it. Yeah, she's um, amazing. So. Yeah. Sorry, I think I uh interrupted our uh train of uh That was a good one. Thought there. Uh all right. I'm going to go for another another one um that is kind of just a fun one to throw into the middle. Uh, Bigfoot 200 because why the blank not? Um, This was a cool little book. I thought it was really well done for what it was. And what what the book does is it follows the journey of about, I think it's like eight runners of the Bigfoot 200. I think it was 2017, 2018. Um, And it's from pre-race all the way through the race and then to the end of the race. And some of them finish, some of them don't finish, some of them meet each other, some of them don't meet each other. And it's really cool to follow these like eight to 10 runners um, doing the Bigfoot 200. So that's kind of a unique one that I don't see a lot of people talk about and I like it. Cool. Who who wrote that book? Oh, thank you for that. Ryan Chukuski. And then he he also was one of the runners that year. So it was him and several other people who didn't know each other. And it's how they did at Bigfoot. Nice. So is that one, uh, would you say that's pretty engaging? That looks like yes. an interesting one. Yeah, I think that's a real easy read. Um, it was like, man, I whipped through that thing so quick because it was, it was I was really, and you're really interested. You're like, oh man, how's... How's this section gonna go for that person? You know, that was for you guys doing your your cute little audio books. Where where should one go to listen to the audio books? Erica, where where do you get yours from? A bunch of di- couple different platforms or what? I have two that I primarily use. Um, Audible is expensive. I get my mm-hmm. one credit a month, and then I go to Libby for everything else, which is your local library has an audio book. Uh, app that you can download. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these books, except for the more popular ones, are not in Libby, or at least not in my Libby. Check your own Libby because it's different per library. Um, but yeah, so I'll go back and forth. And if it, I always check my Libby first, if it's not there for free, then I go to my audio or Audible and hope I have a free credit. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Grace, you said uh, Goodreads is a popular one you use, right? Yeah. Goodreads, if you want some free reads. And then, you know, sadly, I go for Audible as well. Does uh, Wait, so Goodreads, do they have audio too? Yeah. I didn't know that. I just use it as like a social app. Like, I just read this book. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I'm going to look into that. Yeah. It's another one that's connected to your library, I believe. I don't get that though. Okay. Now I just looked at my, I just looked at my audible and I have to mention a couple. I have to, I have to. Okay. Training for ultra by Rob Steger. Rob Steger is one of the people who um, inspired me to say yes to a podcast. Um, Rob Steger is a middle pack runner who did the triple crown of two hundreds. And um, I just love listening to this book. I love his podcast, which he doesn't do anymore. 
but I really thought that was a cool, cool book because it's called Training for Ultra, Ultra Running Stories from the Middle of the Pack. Um, but he goes after some some really big goals, and I think that's kind of cool. And then Bill Bryson um, wrote A Walk in the Woods, Rediscovering America on the Appalachian Trail. It is one of the earlier books about through hiking on the AT. Most people um, who are really, really into the AT, I think, have probably read A Walk in the Woods. Um, and it Along the way, he talks about some of the history of the Appalachian Trail, how the Appalachian Trail was founded, um, the involvement of the National Park Service, and, and how all of that works. So I think if you have any interest in the Appalachian Trail or through hiking, A Walk in the Woods is like a classic. Yeah, I read that a long time ago before I was okay. even near being a runner. Um, but yeah, that's a good read, and it's funny, and Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a an amazing writer. Like, I I've read some of his other books too, and it's um, he can make anything sound interesting. But uh, I really I really appreciated his uh, history he provided. At least, like he did a lot of that kind of research. Most through through hiking books are just all about the trail, which is like, oh, I talked to a squirrel today, and, <laughs> and today I had a blister. Which I thought that was really cool. He kind of gave a very different perspective to the through hiking world more than just like the day-to-day yeah all right here's (laughs) here's my big question because you guys are so good at these books but what would your number one running movie be i i know i you i know these book you guys being book readers don't like movies but i'm still i I know i'm just (laughs) god Oh, you're putting me on the spot and I'm not going to be able to remember the name. Hold on. Oh, um, I got a couple written down. I, Maybe it'll be one of them. I, I know mine. Area of the Fire, McFarland, USA, Race, Prefontaine, Without Limits. Any of them? Mm, no. Finding Traction, Nikki Kimball's FKT attempt. attempt. Oh, that's, it is yeah, a documentary. That's a documentary. Yeah, that, that was a good it's, one. Uh, hands down, it's Finding Traction. Erica, please tell me you've seen Finding Traction. No, you would enjoy it. Okay, same with the Barkley. I was gonna, that's mine. (laughs) The race that eats its young, I've watched it four times. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I can rewatch that over and over, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Nikki Kimball's Finding Traction. If that was one of those books that was like, and I have to do an FKT now, like, I have to. Hmm, good, good stuff. Yeah, there's never enough running related movies out there. It's hard to find. Yeah, they keep coming out with more and more, and I am all for it. Like, there's plenty of room for all of them. Let's have all the documentaries and movies and all the things about running. Oh, man. I watched one about Zach Miller. Oh, cool. I couldn't tell you what it was called, but it's the one that shows him getting helicoptered out of UTMB that one year. Oh, boy. That was really an interesting watch. He's in town right now. I just saw his uh, Strava. So he, because he's from uh, Millersville, which is super close to where I live. And so we could always tell when when he's in town and see his Strava. That was fun. He was out on the Mason Dixon Trail. Cool. I'm going to go with another one. All right. Um, back to the scholarly books. This one's a scholarly one called Rebound. This one's a little bit newer. Um, train your mind to bounce back stronger from sports injuries uh, is by Carrie Jackson Cheadle and Cindy Kuzma. And they give you lots of tips and tricks and advice on how to get through running training injuries. So super good one. I forgot I have that one. So I can add to my uh, library of two. Hey. <laughs> oh, And then uh, one more, um, I'm going to call this essential for, uh, again, people who might not be into books, 60 hikes within 60 miles. You might see these occasionally at your local REI. They are very, very good books. And this is what Jason and I used for many years, long before I got into trail running. And um, it gives detailed maps and descriptions, turn-by-turn descriptions on where to park and where to go and all the interesting things to see. This one is for Harrisburg and surrounding areas. 
And Jason and I used this for a long time to check out all the trails in the area. And uh, then when I got into trail running, I was like, oh, I already know where to go <laughs> because we had already hiked everything. So I highly recommend 60 hikes within 60 miles. Um, REI does have a book section. It's small, but it's there. But your 60 miles with it won't be close to me. No, you would you would have a different one. I actually have two. I have this one and then I have one for um, Maryland as well. Hmm. Yeah. So they have all the different areas within. It's the American Hiking Society. They come out with these and they're pretty accurate. It's surprising how accurate they are. I, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. It was very good. So I'm throwing that one in there. I have a couple more I wanted to shout out on. Um, so one of them is a little more scholarly, uh, like like the last one you shared, and then one is more fun. So the scholarly one is called Endure. And I don't know who suggested this one to me. It was awesome. I like did one of those Facebook, I need a book to read, and someone commented in, and I found it, and I read it. It's not entirely about, um, oh, my gosh, he beat me to it. Glenn, Glenn's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's my fun book that I was going to mention next. Anyway, um, so the scholarly one, Endure, it's not entirely about running, but it goes into the science of the brain and what how your brain is trying to kind of stop you with all of these roadblocks before you actually need to stop. So they go mm. into like a competitive deep sea diving and uh, free mm. climbing and running and all the ways that you actually like can keep check on like okay, this is my brain just trying to trick me into thinking I need to stop, but I'm still fine. Um, which obviously is my layman's term, like layman's way of explaining this book. It was a little bit more scholarly than that. Um, but yeah, the fun, the fun book I wanted to shout out was The Rise of the Ultra Runners. Um, I actually re-listened to this one recently because it's just so funny. Um, the author is kind of, well, he's a diehard roadrunner. Like he had, he starts out the book kind of saying, I really didn't think ultra running was real running. Like anyone can go far <laughs> if they have the time. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of uh, lays out this journey where he is uh, hired. I think he's a writer by like um, trade and mm -hmm. is hired as a journalist to do a multi-day ultra. And then I think he ends up going to UTMB and it's, it follows his wow. journey. And he is just a truly hilarious writer. I laughed out loud listening to some of his anecdotes and stories so I think that's a fun one to read. I don't know how much you'll learn. <laughs> I, I want to put both of those on my list. And then Glenn's Nuts. I'm just going to say Glenn's Nuts. Also um, shouted out AWOL on the Appalachian Trail. I just finished that one. I just yeah. finished the audiobook of AWOL on the Appalachian Trail, and I also enjoyed it. I'm going to go for another scholarly. Um, this is called The Big Yellow Book. Uh, if you've never heard of the Big Yellow, it's it's not actually called the Big Yellow Book, but a lot of people in our sport call it the Big Yellow Book. There's also another one called the Big Red Book, um, but the Big Yellow Book has been around for a very long time. Endurance Training and Racing is the title of it, and it's by Phil Maffetone. Now, Phil Maffetone has a very specific method of training. I'm not 100% with everything that uh, Phil Maffetone says, but I think he has some really good points. He's got some good stories. He has been training people for a really long time and he's got he's got some good science behind it. But again, some of the stuff that he says, I'm like, mm, pretty sure your sample size was 20 year old male uh, primo athletes. Uh, so there's some of it I think you gotta take with a grain of salt, but uh, the Big Yellow Book is one that if you're into the science of training for endurance is a classic. It's a good one. It's a good read. Uh, and then I saw Jetpack just put into uh, the chat, Good for a Girl by Lauren Fleshman. This one has been on my list. I have not read or listened to it yet, but I've heard really, really good stuff about it. Um, not a trail book, but another one that's about the difference between uh, men and women running and development as athletes. So I I've heard really good stuff. So I'm going to shout it out anyway. Good for a girl. It's supposed to be good. Oh, and then uh, Relentless Forward Progress by Byron Powell from I Run Far. Absolutely. I have read 
for Relentless Forward Progress. Really great ad um, to the conversation. Uh, Byron Powell, I Run Far. And I Run Far is just a great resource, I think, for a lot of training stuff, as is one more. If you're into, again, the science of training, Matt Fitzgerald. Matt Fitzgerald probably has, what, like 20 books, I think. <laughs> He's got a lot. Um, but performance, this one in particular is performance nutrition for runners, but Matt Fitzgerald has a ton of stuff out there that is very, very good. And he's a big supporter of easy running. So I like him. All right, man. I, if I were, I need like the next 20 years to catch up. <laughs> Long I runs. I don't know where you find the time other Long than to it audibly. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. my bookshelf is two books. Yeah, I get it. That's the only way I could possibly do it. There's no way I could read through all that. I wanted to add to AWOL a little bit um, oh. because I am a backpacking guide and I have through hiked. Um, AWOL, I've been asked if that book is still relevant because it was written so long ago. And it absolutely is. If anyone is wondering, if you read that book and wonder how relevant is this to the current through hikers experience, it it is. <laughs> Hasn't changed that much. I think maybe add a few more people here and there, but that's about mm -hmm. it. Yep. Yeah, spot on. I think it's kind of neat to read some of those um, through hiking books, especially on the AT. And you eventually get, I've never, you know, I have not through hiked the AT. You have, Erica. And um, the some of the spots, I'm like, oh, I heard about that spot before. So it, it's kind of neat to, to hear about all those locations. Yeah, another backpacking one um, that I like to suggest is Becoming Odessa, also by Jennifer Farr Davis, before she was a famous FKTer and um, running her, her backpacking guiding business down in, um, I think it's in near the Smokies, maybe Blue Ridge. Um, she also through hiked out of college and it just is her story about being a regular hiker and through hiker. And it's a good book. She's a great writer. You, you really get a sense of her spirit as a person through her writing. Yeah. Um, I have more. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have so many more. I don't, I, I love this sport and I love reading about it. So, because there's nobody to talk to me at night about <laughs> our sport. Uh, I don't have you to whisper in my ear, Eric. So I have to listen to books. We need uh, to change that. <laughs> so the extra mile one woman's personal journey to ultra running greatness by pam reed um so yeah. pam oh, great i gotta ask you this yeah and i'm just curious it seems like you're very heavily weighted on female either authors or female weighted books is that is that just by chance or is that like that's what you know that's what you're that's what you like to read about it's and I'm asking, I'm, I'm asking as one who doesn't read much. So there yeah. might be more females that write about this sport than males too. It's just everyone that you've pretty much mentioned is pretty much female, uh, leaning towards the female side of things. Is that just by chance? Yeah. No, I think the, um, no, I've mentioned a lot by men. Um, AWOL okay. is, uh, AWOL, Scott Jurek, uh, Born to Run. Matt Fitzgerald. So I have mentioned a lot by men, but yes, I do listen to a lot of books by female athletes. And I do think that's intentional. I think that, um, uh, dudes are super inspiring and so are women. And, um, I don't know, I, I seek them both out. And I, I think there's, um, I don't Good know. From both of them, right? Yeah, there's good stuff from both. Like I said, like uh, I, I love. I think I think if anything, there's uh, the some of my favorite books are definitely from people from the middle of the pack. <laughs> um, and you know, there's a, a lot of guys out there who are like, hey, you know, I've never done an ultra, and then I entered in one, and then I won, and I've won ever since then. And I'm like, hey. That's <laughs> Awesome. Good for you. But like I said, um, you know, there's some some guys out there from the middle of the pack who've had some really great stories. And those ones I find inspiring because it's more like what I've been through, you know, because I'm not a front of the pack runner. But then again, like I listened to Scott Jurek 
And I loved hearing his story, even though, you know, he's an amazing, amazing athlete. I I love hearing his stuff too. So I definitely seek out uh, books by female athletes, but I uh, listen to a good amount from male athletes as well. Yeah. Scott, Scott was a really good author. I mean, his book. Yeah. I'm sure he had help, but still. I feel like also in, it's not the case for everyone, but a lot of us in endurance sports are pushing our own limits and trying to see where those limits are. And it's really inspiring as a woman to see that it is possible to to be in that top echelon. Yeah. Like Jennifer Far Davis beat the men's record on her FKT. Anish yeah. set the overall record on both her FKTs. Like we can compete. We are to be rivaled with. Like. You know, like I think that's something inspiring to see. And I definitely seek out books from women who do hard things because I want to see that it's possible and we can do hard things. Yeah, it's natural to to follow people that kind of shadow what you what you're you could possibly be, I guess. Yeah. Like when you know? a record is set, suddenly we can do better. Like it's impossible to do a sub four minute mile until it is. And then suddenly we're breaking that record too. And it's one of those, like, you, I want to see that it's possible to know that it's possible to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so when I listen to books like uh, Rob Steger's book, I want to know that it's possible for me to be in the middle of the pack. <laughs> So yeah, I, I think it's um, it is it is interesting and uh, I don't know. I like it all. There's something for everybody for sure. There is something for everybody, and there's you know I won't talk about the ones that I'm not as inspired by because maybe somebody else is. Yeah, you're by. right. But there's there's some other ones out there that I'm like, eh, I could do without that one. That happens. Yeah. I know what you mean. Can I tell you about one of my favorite experiences listening to a book? Yeah. Is it good? Well, never mind. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I want to know. Good I want to know. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's my story. I'm going to make it exciting. Ready for this? I was running maybe my second, I think it was my second trail race ever. And it was the KTA 25K. My first trail race was a 50K because I did not know what I was doing. And then I couldn't run for three months. So my second one was was the KTA 25K. And it stormed buckets. And I had the beginning of the race, I was doing really good. And I was going super fast, probably way too fast. I was not wearing appropriate gear for all the rain that we got. The rain was so bad that there were closed roads. There were trees across the road. And I was listening to the book, The Martian by Andy Weir, because I do love sci-fi. Don't tell anybody, but I'm a big, huge sci-fi nerd. That's a good one. (laughs) And it's so good. And it was the end of the book. And in the end of the book, the main character is like going through all this crazy stuff and he's trying, and we're trying to save him. And I'm like, bombing this downhill in KTA 25K and it is storming all around me. And it was the most amazing experience. And that was, it was um, that particular year I had done a triathlon, a Spartan race, a marathon and an ultra. And after that experience with trail running, I was like, this is, this is all I want to do. This is all (laughs) I want to do. And I have this experience over and over. I was just smiling in the pouring rain, listening to the Martian running by myself. <laughs> and, uh, it was a, it was a cool, cool experience. Was that good enough, Eric? Did I do good enough? Oh, great. You did amazing. I love it. You made me nervous. No, not at all. No, that's good. <sighs> good stuff. Do, can I be the downer that starts finishing the episode or do you want let's, let's, let's start wrapping it up. I do want to hear um, real quick, Erica, you have a business and I'm, I love it so much. And it kind of ties into what we're talking about today because you have through hike to the AT um, mm-hmm. you do backpacking and you have a lot of knowledge and you also have a little company. Can you tell us about your little company? 
Yeah. So it's not little. I shouldn't call it a little company. Yeah. Oh, it's little. It's just me right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I run a hiking and backpacking guiding business called Wild Roots. Um, I started this a couple years ago. Um, all of my events are planned out a year in advance. And well, we're working on that. And um, so like you can go to my webpage and see what those dates are once they're posted. I'm hoping by the start of the year, they'll be posted for 2024. Um, but I'll do uh, hikes and backpacking trips with women. And um, I provide ruck days, which are days where you can wear a backpack that is weighted and just go hiking for a day to kind of get that experience to train for a backpacking trip. And it's, the idea is as a woman getting into backpacking before I met my husband, and met all my friends that I have now. I had no idea what I was doing and I made a lot of stupid mistakes. Um, but it that didn't stop me from wanting to do it more. So I just continued headstrong, making more stupid mistakes and loving every minute of it. But I'm trying to save other women from kind of making those same mistakes and providing a safer avenue of learning how to get into backpacking. If you love trail running, sometimes it's really nice to slow down and really take... Um, I mean, I'm not going to say backpacking is easier. It is slower. It is not easier. <laughs> um, and kind of do more of an immersive uh, trail experience. And it's it's really fun. I've been enjoying it. Um, I've attracted a lot of really cool women so far. I haven't had a trip yet where it wasn't just packed full of amazing women who are doing cool, hard things. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> Yeah, we'll make sure. Well, I'll do my best at putting the website in the show notes. Yep, and I've always uh, all the Wild other podcasts. Was it? Was it again? Wild Roots Guides. Yeah. Um, that's my Facebook, my Insta, and my webpage. So, as long as you can remember that name, it's it's easy to find. Yeah, Eric, can you put a list of every book that we mentioned also in the show notes? <laughs> yeah, I, I will, Grace. I will make sure I do that. <laughs> I have a, a list Thanks. of 10 books I need to read now. I'm so excited. Yeah, I started. Yeah, you guys, you guys definitely gave everybody their homework for, you know, made it easy to pick out the good stuff to listen to or read in the next couple months or years or decades. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> I'm not done yet. All right. First of all, <laughs> let's see. Erica, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, uh, nothing. I'm really excited. Nice. Nothing. <laughs> and you have, what's your, your next big race is what, Frozen Snot? Yep. Yep. And so I've got some time to recover and start training again and fun stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. Grace, what are you doing this weekend? Hey, Eric. I am helping with bib pickup for the York Roadrunners Club York Winter Series nine races for 50 bucks you cannot beat it and so, so it starts be, this weekend uh bib pickup is this weekend advanced bib pickup you can also pick up your bib at the race but sometimes you know it's easier to just get that out of the way and uh i'm i love the winter series so it's fun to kick it off and i will help give out some bibs this weekend cool what are you doing this weekend eric I am, I'm going to the States cross country meet on Saturday in Hershey, right? In Hershey down your way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Staying down there with friends and yeah, just going to enjoy it. Hopefully take it all in. That's Lauren's just a freshman. So this is just uh, the experience this year. And then from there we'll, we'll get more serious in the coming years. Cool. Are you going to go to chocolate world? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I kind of have to. Yeah, I kind of have to, don't I? Yeah, you have to. Especially um, both my daughters are going. They're going to bug me. It's I have to go. You got to go to Chocolate World. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Looking forward to it. All right. And we are going to have uh, Marisa on next week to tell her story. I cannot wait for next Monday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern for everybody to tune in. It is like you gotta you gotta sit down, get cozy for that episode. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, I think the important thing to remember and look forward to coming up for that episode is it's a pretty intense um, story of how she got into 
running and how the the direction her life has taken and things like that. But the beauty of it is there's so many other amazing uh, runners that that even you and I know that have similar, you know, pretty intense stories. And nobody should really be afraid to talk about it. And I understand why maybe it's personal. You know, a lot of stuff is personal, but a lot of it can help a lot of other people and without you even knowing. So I hope we get a lot more of these stories in future episodes coming up. Yeah, we're going to talk about it all next Monday. And then after that, the Monday after that is when we see the beard go. Yeah, that's so true. We got, we've got some good episodes lined up in the next few weeks. Uh, we're probably going to have a Rim to River recap, I imagine. That should happen. Yeah, so peeps, you got to start tuning in. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. Be, it's, it's some good ones coming up. Some really good ones. All right, Erica, will you keep kicking ass in what you're doing? And um, thank you for giving us your time and being on to talk about the books. And I, I think anybody who listens or will listen has a ton of a list to, to give to Santa Claus, if nothing else. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. We will see everybody next week. Share to your friends if you want that sticker. And keep this thing growing. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Yeah.